0: Well, goodness, you know, you guys, we have to stop meeting this at this hour. Good morning, good morning. It's about 4 a.m. here in the desert. We're still pretty much in the middle of September 2018. So welcome to Pen Up Talk with host Diana Prince. Just remembered I was supposed to set up a different window on my phone to do the sound effects. I have to start getting in the habit of it. Well, I'm, I'm at least... Starting to get back in the habit of doing my podcast. So good morning. Trying to uh, stay focused. There's so many things that I want to cover today, which is good because that means that I well it means the show might be interesting, but it means that I have new content for future shows. So I never know how long my podcast is going to be. It's usually 40 minutes or so. So good morning. Uh, grab your cup of of coffee or a cold beer, you know, like me, whichever one. And um let's let's talk about some pinup stuff. So on the beginning of every show, I always backtrack and give everyone a brief history um of my show and why I started my show because I know that I have new listeners, thank you. And welcome back to all of my faithful podcast listeners. I'm really making an effort, as you can see to continue um, doing my podcast on a regular basis, really early in the morning before I start my work day online. So <clears throat> excuse me. So um, I started my podcast because, you know, I have my columns. And then obviously, I have my blogs and I post things on Facebook, I really wanted one place. Um, one outlet where I could express um, my feelings, but more so cover topics from an intellectual point of view, and from a business standpoint. So these are topics that I feel that and I know a lot of people can relate to. And you know, of course, I'm going to cover topics from um, that have different people involved. And so I'm going to cover everybody's outlook on this situation as much as I possibly can. So my show was created to, in a way, comfort those people who go through the same things, and they can feel something, I guess, maybe better, because they realize that other people have went through this. And those people who have gone through those things, maybe feel some sense of um, relief, sort of, um, that maybe I'm out there enlightening people. And that would be the other reason that I cover the topics that I do, because I want to enlighten people, people that are on the other end that are doing things in business that have a cause and effect. And I want them to understand the effect um, that they are um, creating, or in the position that they're putting people in. And also a lot of my topics are to enlighten people on subjects that they have absolutely no clue about, they've never been through, or something that they want to get involved in, and maybe they don't know how to. But the thing is, is with my columns, I've had columns in different magazines, and I've written articles for a dozen magazines, and I have my two monthly columns now that I've had for a while. Um, I just don't normally cover topics like this. So... Um, You know, usually I I cover an event, or I interview someone, or I will talk to someone um, and work with them. And then I'll do an article based upon that shoot and my experience working with them. So I really am not able to, I wouldn't say I'm not able to, I just never really thought about it. You know, I'm sure some topics like maybe the topic that I'm going to cover today is something that, you know, a pinup magazine specifically may, um, want me to cover. But for the most part, um, I, I just don't think that they want business topics and I've just never gotten that feeling, that vibe. So I've just always expressed to myself in my blogs on my podcast and, and my posts. So, you know, I know that people retain information different ways. I'm one of those people. Um, I like to listen to certain things. Um, I like to look at people do certain things for me to learn better. And then there's reading. Sometimes I would rather read something so I can go back through it, um, or take notes at my pace So everyone's different, and I just thought my podcast would be another way um, to communicate and to cover topics that I know people in Pen Up can relate to, different types of people um, as far as different fields within the industry, and modeling and entertainment, and then just in business as a whole, because there's so many uh, key factors. There's so many parallel roads, um, if you will, that people go down. Um, And things that we can all relate to. And it's just kind of like the basis of business. So that's also what I say, um, once I get into the beginning of my show, is that I've created a a recipe for success, didn't really know that I was doing it. And it wasn't something that someone told to me, I just realized that, um, you know, the most successful business relationships I have, all have key elements and key factors. Uh, involved. And usually it's both people having the same business outlook and having the same goals, which is extremely important. Um, But my recipe for success, the ingredients are research, communication, organization, and dedication. Dedication comes with your level of commitment, along with um, being organized comes with being prepared and I believe that it all stems from dedication. If you're dedicated to your craft, if you're dedicated to anything that you're involved in, it doesn't matter how big or small, if it's business related and someone else is involved, dedication has to be there. Dedication has to be there for you to start, um, your day by research or making a time frame every day or every week that you, you're going to research, um, the communication, the preparation, all of that comes from, from, it stems from being dedicated, but everything is important. You have to research things. People who contact me and that are clueless about pinup, I'm not surprised that, I mean, I would hope that's why people are coming to me because, you know, they're trusting in my expertise, um, and my experience, my talent, but at the same time, and my resources, um, but at the same time, there's people who absolutely do not research a single thing. The person that they think that they want to work with, the magazine that they think that they want to be in, the industry that they say they want to be a part of, they've done very little research, if any at all. And that astonishes me. It has to begin with research before you contact or communicate with a single person before you agree to anything before you book a shoot. Um, you know, before you decide to tell the world that you want to be a pinup model, um, or even when the interest is just sparked, that's exactly when you should be doing the research before you contact and communicate with a single person. And communication is key. There are people that communicate at different times a day, different days of week. There's people who communicate briefly. There's people who communicate thoroughly and lengthy. I'm usually one of those people. Um, there's people who are online only in the morning, only at night, only want to be contacted about business-related matters through their email. Um, you know, knowing the person that You are working with, even if it's only going to be once, is really important. And to me, the best way you can do that, the two top ways, is by researching them and communicating, asking them things, telling them things, telling them what your goals are, telling them what you think the challenges will be for the day, the concerns that you have, the goals that you have, um, and asking as many questions as possible. So Research and communication is very important. As far as organization, today's topic is all about that. If you can't be organized, I mean, it it involves that. It stems from that. If you can't be organized, it's going to be hard to be prepared. And there are people that are very studious when it comes to being on time, being prepared, and being organized. And to work with someone uh, who's a professional over and over again when you're doing something that is going against every fiber of their being, so to speak, on um, something that is going to bother them every single time. It's, it's unrealistic. It's unrealistic to think that you are going to have the opportunity to continue to work with that person. Now, other people who can produce what they can produce, um, and you, maybe you've developed some sort of business relationship with them. They may not care about you being as organized as the other person cared about um but it's hard for me to believe that n- anyone in business, no matter who's paying, no matter what the shoot's for, I cannot imagine them being okay with you being unorganized or unprepared I mean let's just think about it you know I mean all the things that are that are on my list of ingredients to um you know my 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 key to a successful business relationship and producing positive results every time are you know, the essential things that anyone would expect in business, research, communication, preparation, being dedicated, um, staying organized, you know, these are things that are that have to be there. It really honestly doesn't matter if you've never done a pinup shoot, if you've never submitted to a pinup magazine, if you've never, 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 it doesn't matter. These are things that should be within, um, reality, they should be something that you're concentrating on that you're aware of mentally aware of like, okay, I should research this person before I contact them about working with them. I should communicate with them as much as possible before just showing up to a photo shoot. And then I end up unprepared, you know, I should make sure that I start incorporating time to prepare for my shoots ahead of time so I can show up organized. Uh, I want to be on time Which means I have to consider everything I'm doing before or after. Everyone always has an excuse while they're late, while they're late. Whenever I'm late, of course, there's always a reason. There's an excuse. But people use things like traffic. I had to stop off at the ATM. I had to do this for my pets. I had to take my child somewhere. Yes, all things that are important. You need gas. You need money if you're going to work with me, Um, if you're one of my clients. And as far as children and pets come on, obviously they're important and they come first. The point is you knew that you had those responsibilities before the shoot. The point is you knew that you were responsible for showing up with your makeup done or your nails painted or having the proper undergarments that you didn't have time to take out, that you failed to ask about. These are things that have everything to do with being organized and being prepared you know, the things that you know you have to do before a shoot, things you you have to do after a shoot. You know, I know what I have to do before I before I have clients come to my house. You know, seriously, I mean, everybody's responsibilities are important to them, including the ones that we make with each other. So anyways, um, 13 minutes into today to, into today's podcast. And once again, thanks for tuning in. This is where I need my sound effects. Um, so I want to talk a little bit about social media and being a social media influencer. You know, it's really hard to speak across the board about becoming one, about the responsibilities and duties and the position that you're in once you become one. Because, you know, to, to make a general statement, there's so many different companies there's so many different brands and everybody has different requirements. It's not the same as submitting to a magazine um, that takes open submissions and then specifically submitting to a pinup magazine. You aren't, you know, and with pinup magazines, there's just say there's 10 of them. Let's just say. Um, whether you're selective, whatever, let's not get into those statistics. Let's just say there's 10 that take submissions, that put out issues, that publish models on photography, and this is something that you want to do. So the statistics and numbers start to go into, okay, well, there's 10. And then you think about how many models that are submitting, so on and so forth. But when you're talking about being a social media influencer depending on the company well first of all there's not just 10 (laughs) there's so many opportunities i mean endless amounts of opportunities there's businesses that may not talk about creating your own opportunities there's businesses that may not even know that they need a social media influencer right now but may know this later may realize it um there's companies that maybe didn't know how to go about or they didn't they don't want to put out a general post and have all these random people contacting them. Uh, there's so many ways and but there's so many companies and there's companies that use social media influencers from stars down to the average everyday person sitting at home in the dark in their bed at four o'clock in the morning doing their podcast. Um, so it's really hard to make general statements like you should do this and you'll definitely become a social media influencer. You should, you know, buy that. And that's definitely going to make sure that you get the positions that you want, um, or, or saying something like all companies need you to have this. Or once you become a social media influencer, you're going to be responsible for doing, you know, X, Y, Z. You can't really say that per se, um, because it really, really depends. And I've always wanted, you know, I've never bought any of these, um, the the services that people are selling on teaching people how to be a successful social media influencer or how to market and develop their brand and build their social media following. I've never paid for any information like that. I've gathered it over the past year and a half, and I've experienced it. So I'm I'm living it and learning as I go along. And so, you know, but what I've seen and what I the things that I that I know, I've always wished that people would go into a little bit more detail, um, specifically in the fashion side of it. And uh, for for girls that want, you know, to be modeling for clothing companies and be their social media influencer, just kind of wanting to see people go into more detail. And I'm sure someone has, but that's the information that they're charging for and that I have not paid for. Um, But believe me, the information's out there. There's endless articles endless articles, lengthy articles. And, you know, I said on my last podcast, when I was talking about um, becoming a social media influencer, that, you know, it really has with most, this is why I'm going to keep saying the word most, because it can't be with all with most companies, they really honestly um, care all about your social media influencers, and the amount of followers you have, And your influence on social media, they need to see that in the form of numbers and statistics. And they're going to ask for that, that's going to be one of the very first things that they're going to ask you for is to see your social media pages, and accounts. So it really, 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 To me, the hot, the hottest topic, the thing I would want to learn about first, is, and you you should be learning about first, because it's going to apply with most of the companies um, that you're going to apply to. You have to build your social media following. You have to build your fan base. You have to build your brand. You know, um, there are people who I've seen that have pages that are fashion related, or they are a fashion person who is becoming a social media influencer and they've put out sponsored ads and I go to their page. Oh my goodness. Excuse me. Um, I go to their page and I'm expecting to see at least thousands and tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, maybe even be shocked and see more than that, but you'll see like 10 followers or 300 followers. And the reason is is because they've just started the business or they've obviously just started in this field. They've just started a page and they start off right away putting out sponsored ads, which costs money. I mean, right away, this is what they're doing. And yes, it's working because I saw it and I liked their page. So if that was nothing else that they wanted, there you go especially people who are bloggers because they don't necessarily fashion bloggers. They don't necessarily, I mean, there's more to it than just you buying the things that they're wearing or traveling to the cities or the restaurants that they visit. There's more to it than that. Um, it, It really comes down to you following them. They have to have the numbers. And when they say, visit my website, They may have some sort of uh, partnership or deal worked out where every single person that visits like a YouTube thing, you know, where every single person that watches it, you get paid because they're going to put um, commercials in there, they're going to put ads in your videos, if you allow it, modernization, and you get paid for that. So depending, again, this is what I mean, I never make a general statement, because it depends on the agreement. And let's see, this is the thing, I'm going to go down this road real quick. Most people are very clueless, and I say disillusioned. And it just proves that people just are so gullible, they just, they just will believe anything. And you know, for people to think that you can just waltz right into the, it just does not work that way. You know, everybody thinks that you start off as a social media influencer, and you start off making money. Well, you don't necessarily, or you don't always make a lot of money or what the average person thinks that you're making. You know what? There's people who didn't even know YouTube videos. People were making money. Oh my God. Are you got, you know, those are the same people that think that you just start being a social media influencer right away and, and not even really, really realizing how much work goes into, um, being qualified. That's the thing. Qualified having the qualifications to start a brand new job, a brand new career, working for a a company you've never worked for, a modeling for a brand that you've never represented, you know, there are qualifications. And a lot of people think that it has everything to do with one thing. And it's like, no, it doesn't. Just like your social media numbers can be what you consider high, you may not have the right look for that company. There might be one single solitary person, one individual who is solely responsible for deciding who's representing their company. There may not even be a team of people. It may be one person who is the deciding person, the the one that has the power, and they don't like your look. Boom. End of story. I mean, it's the same exact thing with magazine covers, with, with getting into magazines, You know, the the personal taste of the person in power is going to be prudent. No, trying to use too many P is going to be really, really important. And it's it's essential to be aware of that because it could be just that and that only you do not have the look that they want. I saw a girl post this um, ranting about a company. And of course, I'm going to I'm going to I didn't chime in, but my ears were wide open because I love to hear people talk about business. Um, they don't. She didn't mention the company. She didn't cuss. She didn't say, you know, you know, like this, this stupid effing da, da da da. No, she expressed herself and the, what she was experiencing, trying to be a social media influencer for a couple of different pent up clothing companies. And so, of course, I'm going to read it. And I think it's it's good to talk about business when you are on. Facebook um, for business. It makes sense. Um, so anyways, it just seemed to me by reading what uh, or list, yeah, reading actually um, what she wrote that she just didn't, she, she understood a lot and you could tell she had done some research. Um, doesn't, didn't have any experience yet, but the basis of what she was saying to me, what I took away from it was that everybody has their own personal taste. This does not exclude or only include people who are in power. But these are people who are the ones making the final decision. They've either been put in the position to make that decision or either it's their company and they are making every decision or that specific decision. And if you don't have the look that someone's looking for, you're not going to get the job. It does not matter how many followers you have. If you're beautiful, but you don't have the right look and you feel like, wait a minute, I know I'm beautiful, you know, and everyone your whole life has told you you're beautiful. It doesn't mean that you have the right look for that company. And then on the flip side, you can be Beautiful, you can have the right look, and so does every other model that has submitted out of a million models, you know're say a hundred thousand of them are gorgeous to whoever's in charge, and you 're gorgeous too, so that's a hundred thousand and one gorgeous models that have submitted to work for their company at that point it's going to have a lot more to do with than you being attractive and you fitting the type of look that they want to represent their brand. Once you have, you know, okay, she's attractive. Okay. She's perfect. She has the perfect look. She has the perfect measurements for the size clothing that we need, um, a model to, to model in for advertisement. Once you get past those first two things, you have to still continue to be qualified and Each company is different and the majority of them are going to want your social media numbers to be high. So you have the attraction, you have the look, you're the perfect size, you took the initiative to apply, you may even have typed up a cover letter with three points, you may have a resume, you may have been, and this is where we're really stretching into it. You may have been on the cover of one of the top pinup magazines five times already. You may have been on the cover of 30 pinup magazines. Once you get to the point where they're asking, which is going to be in the very beginning about your social media numbers, that is what is going to be important that is what's going to help you be qualified because for a lot of these companies, the majority of them, that's what they need you to do. They have a million girls that are beautiful contacting them a million. So, <coughs> excuse me. I mean, when we say million, we're talking about in fashion. Okay, we'll break it down. Say, you know, a hundred thousand, whatever you want to say that goes within Up. There are many other people applying to be a model and a social media influencer. So when you're talking about being two different things, more qualifications are involved. And the reason why your your social media is follow, following is important, even if they plan, the company plans on doing all of the advertising and all of the promotion for their company and you're not in any sort of partnership where you're selling things or every time somebody buys something, you make a commission. Um, If you are involved with them and you're getting the role as being a social media influencer, then they're going to expect you to do promote. They're gonna expect you to do some promotion, to know a little bit about marketing. And the reason why they're expecting someone to know that is because if you have a 100,000 followers, or 500,000, obviously, you know something about marketing, that's number one, or someone around you. Number two, it means you have the resources to do that. I mean, how does somebody get a 100,000 likes? <coughs> Excuse me, followers? Well, if it takes time, still over time, I guarantee you, they didn't just post one picture and leave it there. And then, you know, they woke up one day and they had a 100,000 likes and it was 10 years or a 100,000 followers. And it was 10 years later, I just don't see that happening. There had to be some sort of production involved, which means there was time and money, creativity, resources, etc. involved. So they're wanting to know if you can do these things, if you're qualified to do these things. And if you have a high number of social media followers and a fan base that is very interactive and they can see that by the number of likes, by Googling your page and looking at your statistics, they can see these things. So that is going to be the deciding factor That's going to be one of the things, one of the things that you need to be qualified. If they feel they are only going to be going into um, business with a model who has every single thing that they want you to have to be qualified, then if you don't have one of those things, that's it. You're not going to get the job. And believe me, there are so many girls that are going to have all of those things. There really are. I wouldn't say that should discourage anyone at all. The Every single person that's qualified at some point was not. But see, they, I would say they, and I'm just in reference to this particular point, when they went to these companies, they were qualified. And that's what I'm saying. Get qualified. Be prepared before you go to these companies. And again, most of the time it's assumed that you know somebody who is in the modeling industry has a huge fan base has been producing obviously if you've been producing you've been working with people and it's assumed that that means that you research you communicate well you have good organizational skills and that you're dedicated you keep your commitments big or small no matter who it is And no matter if it's the first time or the hundredth time that you're working with someone, if you agree to something, you keep your commitments. Well, a company who's never worked with you does not know you personally, just like a photographer who's never worked with you or a model who's never worked with a photographer. We have no history together. The only thing I can go off of is what I can find upon my research. And that is what these companies are going to do initially before they offer you a single thing. They want to research. They need to know what you're putting out there on your social media accounts. What, what, are, you, what are you putting out there? Because, see, the people who look at something that they, a picture of you, and they tag your account in it or you put a picture of you wearing their clothing and you tag them everybody is going as the the cross promotion is going to bring people to each of those accounts and those pages i've seen people that were tagged in stuff and i purposely went to their uh, instagram and end up following them and therefore obviously to follow them i had to have went down their their account their page And I liked what I saw that is going to be a factor when, um, someone who is looking for someone or considering hiring you to represent their company. See, that's the thing. Social media influencers are directly representing a company or a brand or a service, a product. They are representing them and just like with cross promotion, which will be done, they're representing you. So it goes both ways. You have to do the research. They should be researching and they will research you. And this is going to be right out of the gate. If they see your picture and you're beautiful, it does not matter how many magazine covers you've been on. It does not matter um, how many pennant pageants you've won how many burlesque pageants you've won, it does not matter. None, I'm telling you right now, with most, the majority of these companies, even if they're pinup based, those things do not necessarily matter. And I'm going to tell you right now, they're just one part of the mattering. Because like I said, as, as a business owner myself, if someone tells me they've done this, they've done that, they've done this, I'm going to expect to see that in the form of A humongous fan base or a decent size, good size, solid fan base. If somebody has done all these things, it should in this day and age, it should. And it's going to transcend and it's going to show up visibly in the form of numbers. So that's the only reason, unless it's something major to that company or it's the cover of Vogue, or you just starred in the major motion picture. The only reason, how many magazines you've been in, the covers that you've been on, the awards that you've received, the only reason something like that's going to matter is if it shows in the form of social media numbers. Like I said, most people who have hundreds of thousands of followers, if you visit their page, They have been involved in so many things or they're constantly posting. It depends on what type of entertainer or what side of the entertainment industry they're on. But if you visit these people, whether it's fitness modeling, lingerie modeling, um, runway, these people are constantly involved in something or they were for so long and that's how they built up hundreds of thousands. That's one of the ways. And so, you know, again, it's presumed it's presumably, presumably, (laughs) um, someone who owns a business is going to say, well, this person not only, you know, has all of these, they uh, followers, they dig deeper. Like, obviously this person knew what they were doing to get all of these followers. And then a step further would be, okay, this person can reach this many people. That's what it comes down to. And I think that that's what people don't understand. Being a social media influencer is a real career people. It really is. It really is. It's not just celebrities doing it. And no, not everybody's getting paid cash or a monthly fee. Um, some people are working with companies where They send people somewhere and every single time somebody goes to that website, just by just there's machines, there's that that calculate all of this in, in the form of statistics that these companies can automatically see. Just like on Facebook, if you have a page, you can see your statistics. So you might go into partnership or an agreement with a company where every single time somebody goes to a link that you provide, you get paid bait and click. I started, I started doing bait and click like a year and a half ago. I stopped. It didn't take me very long. It really wasn't worth it. I think that Facebook shuts down bait and click posts often and in your page can be shut down. That's no good. If you've been working hard. And I also think that you have to have a really, really big, huge social media fan base. I'm talking like, seriously, I think you have to, it would be in the millions or a million to even for bait and click to even do anything for you because you have to have an extreme amount, a lot of people to go and click on that link for you to get paid. And then there's things like, um, like with YouTube modernization, you know, YouTube isn't just taking their money and paying people to put videos up there. They are taking money from advertisers, people, advertisers. These are companies and businesses that want their, just like on a TV show or a a Super Bowl event, commercials, commercials, commercials. People want their advertisements and their commercial to come up during the time that people are watching videos on YouTube. I don't even watch regular TV anymore. I haven't for so long. YouTube is my number one. That's the first place I go every single day when I get ready to log in to watch anything. I always begin, no matter where I go after that, with YouTube. And I have a YouTube channel, and almost everyone has a YouTube channel that's in the business. It's in the entertainment industry. So it's like the advertisers are paying YouTube. And so therefore, if you allow modernization, and you allow these ads, and these commercials to pop up, and people watch your entire video, and I believe now, of course, things have changed, it has to be a certain length, you have to, you know, allow so many of the commercials to pop up, whatever, but the the basis of it is still the same. Then in turn, every month, every single time somebody has watched an entire video and looked at the commercials, then you get paid by YouTube. That's how it works. YouTube's not just coming up with money to, hey, here's money for bringing people to YouTube. Why would you, what is YouTube getting out of it? Sponsored ads. What they're ad getting out of it is advertisers, ad, advertisers. They're getting out of it any way that they can make the money they're making it that's how they're able to pay people who go into a contract with them in an agreement that's how they're able to pay so for those that don't know um so there's so many different agreements there's like I said the bait and click, which means you you put out a story or there's a link to a story that is so eye catching like this mom came home and couldn't believe her husband would you know was, you know, and then you go to click on it, cleaning the ki- And then it says he was cleaning the kitchen and feeding the kids. And I mean, you know, I mean, it's some. it can be something like that, or it can be something totally off the wall, crazy, but still it's an eye catching title. It gets people's attention. A big, huge star or a major public figure is posting the link. All they have to do is just copy and paste it. And then every single time somebody goes there and clicks the clicks on that link and goes to that site, they get paid. It might even be two cents. It might be $2. It depends on the individual, it depends on the individual agreement, the company. Then there are marketing companies that are set up I think it's extremely hard to get in these companies. I wouldn't say it's impossible because people are doing it, but it's just like there's there's only so many positions I think and you know again, are you qualified to their expectations, to their qualifications? You know, are you are you able to even get the position? But there are marketing companies for those of you who don't know and that hire social media influencers and They may or may not be, well, I would say no matter what, everybody's concerned with your numbers, but there are companies that go on these things and they post and they'll look for individuals on this site or on these sites to promote their companies. And it might be something like, I've seen like, just as an example, um, a vacuum cleaner, an expensive kind of, you know, high end $500 vacuum cleaner. Well, if you post about it and this is when it comes, goes down to and boils down to you and your social media following your numbers, you're showing all of these people and you have to have also, I mean, are you selling vacuums and you're somebody that has a following that is domesticated people, you know, housewives, um, companies that need a steam cleaner, Etc., etc. I mean, your fan base and, and your following and what you're trying to model have to coincide. They have to be somewhat in the same similar for that to make sense, you know? I mean, if you do wedding photography and you have all of these followers that are following you because of that, and then all of a sudden you switch up and start, you know, selling aircraft parts, I don't know. <laughs> you know, just as an example of two things that just may not work together. Um, but there are companies where, you know, if someone and and you are expecting, they are expecting your fan base. See, this has nothing to do with their fan base and them promoting. This is you 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 have your own code, you have your own links and it's not about someone clicking on a website either. You don't get paid for that. You get paid directly if somebody buys something. A package deal to Hawaii, um, you know, a steam cleaner, a makeup kit or something that, you know, or usually these things are well within the hundreds hundreds of dollars range and you get a percent. You might get thirty thirty dollars out of a five hundred dollar deal. You might get um, $15 off of something that costs a hundred or 115. It just depends on the company, but just, you know, just to give you the information, there are marketing companies out there that actually hire people. You have to go through, um, a renuous process. If you ask me, um, rigorous, (laughs) I'm trying to come up with all these words this morning, hooked on phonics. Okay. Um, anyways, you have to go through such a process um, and then once you're qualified and then, you know, these are not social media influence companies that are looking for social media influencers to give them content so they can advertise with. They are looking for people to go into partnership with where you are a an, an ambassador, if you will, and you're making money based upon sales. You're actually a salesperson for that company for that brand. And you make money per sale. And then there are other companies where they want you to provide content. They send you face cream, they send you lipstick shades, they want you to wear them, they want you to take pictures in them. And they want you to do a video and or they want you to do a video saying you love the lipstick I've tried all these lipsticks. Now these are the type of videos you see on YouTube. There are certain companies that want, purposely want amateur looking footage. They don't necessarily want the most glamorous, glammed up, not to say that that would hurt you. It depends on what they're looking for, that particular company, their brand, that brand, that business. That service, but there are companies that you know. I know we've all seen it, you've seen these pictures, um, and uh, that are definitely not professional, (laughs) and they're not even trying to make it look professional. That is the exact point. I think that I'm not saying people don't realize this like it's important to you because why would it be important to you? I'm just saying, how many times have we seen sponsored ads or advertisements in the form of an image, a photo posted by a huge company even. And you're like looking at doing a double take for all the wrong reasons. And you're looking like, God, that's a really poor quality image. I mean, that is just, you know, wait a minute. And then you're like, wait a minute, she's in her bedroom and her bedroom's kind of half a mess or she's in the bathroom and she's taking a selfie. And this is the picture that they're using to advertise. Yes, they're specifically doing that. And there's a marketing reason behind it. And see, these are companies that don't necessarily expect their models and their social media influencers to know that much about marketing. They know what they know about marketing. They're confident in their marketing budget. They're confident in the knowledge that they have in marketing. They're not looking for people who know so much about marketing. What they want is for somebody that looks the way they want them to look. And they can picture you wearing their product, using their product um, in still shots or on video. And that's what they want. They want it to look like an amateur shot. They want you to look like you are at home. You just ordered this product. You just ordered the brand new front lace wig. You love it. You you had to just set up your little camera and record yourself talking about it. That's what they want. They don't want people to think we're paying this person this person's getting free products, this person's, no, 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 they want people to be like, hey, wait a minute, you know, I could look like that, because see, a lot of people are, a lot of consumers are so much about that, they want to see ads with people who look like them, they want to see ads with people who, especially like, like things, beauty care products that you would do to to maintain like a, and incorporate into a, a, your beauty routine and then things like home care products and kitchen products things like that they they want you to look like you're at home they want you to look I'm talking about these specific companies they don't want everything to be bright crisp clear polished everything perfect everything top quality that is not what they want they want everything to appear again to appear like you're at home you just got the the product in you love it or you've been using this face cream for six months oh my god i had to share this with the world i'm at home i'm a stay-at-home mom i love this new cleaning product i love these new wipes i love these new disinfectant what you know whatever that's what they want so when you see these ads you're like wait a minute I could do this. You know, she's not all glammed up, you know, total starlet and with the the lashes, the long nails, the gown, you know, the gloves, the, this is not what we're seeing. This is, you're seeing somebody that you can relate to. And that's what these particular companies want. Now, whether they require their models or their talent, whatever, to have a high Um, amount of social media followers. Who's to say, I think that that's always going to be a factor and it's never, ever going to hurt. Never. There's not going to be company that says, no, we were looking for somebody with less followers. That's an, I I don't see that ever happening. Please write into the show, (laughs) write into my show. Call in if you, if that's, if you really have ever had that happen, because I don't think that's going to happen. But um, they're more focused on someone who has the look that they want and the resources to get it done, the resources to do the videos, the resources to take the pictures. And no, they don't have to be professionally taken. Um, And then there are other companies and there's different variations in between. But there are other companies that, yes, they want the images to be high quality and clear. They have to be. And no, that does not mean that a professional photographer has to take them. But that means that you still have to be qualified. And that includes having the resources. So that's really, really what that's really, really, okay. Um, What I wanted to end today's show with it's, we're 50 minutes into it, and I have 5% juice on my phone left. And it's almost 5am. So but yeah, that's really what I wanted to talk about. I think I'm going to label today's episode as the resources that you need. You definitely have to have resources to become a social media influencer. It really does depend on the company because as you can see by my list of the main agreements that are, are you know, the common agreements that people are, are going into with this position in the entertainment industry, you still you know that all of the key factors have to be there and one of them is the resources you really 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 have to have the resources um if you don't have the professional photographers but yet you don't need one necessarily meaning if you have the knowledge the skill and the resources and tools to get the kind of content that you need and it looks high quality and that's what that company requires then no, you don't need a a professional photographer. But again, that's never going to hurt you either. Um, I I just don't see that as hurting, but you're going to have to have the resources. Photographers are are a very valuable resource. Um, But for social media influencing, if you have a good eye, you know how to take a clear shot. You have to buy the resources. You have to have a tripod, um, which are really inexpensive on eBay if you want to go the inexpensive route, like I do most of the time, um, you might have to have lighting if you don't have like great, bright, cause great, bright light is really important. If you don't have really bright lights or you don't have bright lights in the area that you want to do pictures or video, and then you have to invest in lighting or you can find resources like, um, Local park, or if the outside of your home is beautiful, it's very simple. I mean, it takes longer to do your makeup and to get dressed than it does to set up a tripod and set put your camera's timer on and take a couple shots right in front of your house. I mean, like with me, um, the surroundings of where we live is absolutely beautiful. The pool area is gorgeous Um, in front of the office and the clubhouse, it's beautiful. So I, you know, it takes me way longer to do my makeup and to get myself ready than it does just to walk over there, set my tripod up and take a few pictures. I don't even have to have my husband. I don't have to have a photographer. I can actually do that on my own and then doing um, tutorials, doing, you know, how you see people on YouTube doing like fashion over. Fashion Nova overhaul videos and look at how many views they're getting. They're getting paid for that, and you know, Fashion Nova may not directly be paying them. Who knows? They might be wearing something or buying it just to do the videos, then selling the clothes, making the majority back of what they spent, but then they're making an additional whatever a month every month that people are viewing every single time somebody watches their video so they might be buying stuff just to resell it just to sell it again um, making their money back making the majority of their money back and then they might be making something from, something from the company who knows but they're making money by doing the videos and then there are people who do videos like how to lace up corsets and they use cer- certain corsets from a certain company And so therefore, you know, because how to videos are really, really popular on um, social media, but especially YouTube, they're like the most watched videos. And so if you do a how to video and you're using products or clothing from a company, there's, there might be a couple different ways you're getting paid, you might be getting paid from the videos, you might be getting paid from the company, and you might be taking the clothing and selling it and making money off of it, clothing that you never paid for in the first place, or clothing that you paid for now you've made your money back. And now you're making more money um, by the videos being viewed. So there's so many ways that social media influencers. Um, especially in the entertainment business, I mean, modeling in general, that are making money, and you know, you say, well, what has this person done before? Well, if they reached, you know, a hundred thousand, five hundred thousand followers, they've done something. <laughs> I mean, at some point, something was done. They know something. So you have to have the tools. You have to invest in things like a really good camera, a tripod, lighting if you need it. You might want to invest in a backdrop or two so you can have a decent backdrop behind you. And you have to do lots of research to to be qualified because information and knowledge is key. And so, you know, you got to give it up to the people that are doing well in social media and making money because um, I don't think that they're dummies at all. And I know that there's a lot of resources that have to be involved. Who pays? Who knows? But you have to have the resources. So this has been Pin Up Talk. We're almost at an hour. Um, Pin Up Talk with host Diana Prince. I'll see all of you on social media. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day.